Because I like the way it's painted. It's like dragon. Yeah, it is painted. It's like a dragon tank. You know, at the beginning. And then the, the drones uh, separate. I know how they just. Can away. Share, yeah, that's what's, that's what's <laughs> that's happening. That's basically what's happening. That's now. what's happening right now. That's how we start. <laughs> just chat. Yeah. 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 The drones just can chat. separate. How, how does cool. how does the podcast start? Hey guys, welcome to the In the Game Room podcast, episode number forty something. Uh, I am at. How do you not know what pod number? I think I think it's forty six. I just don't want to be wrong. So forty seven, forty something is right. Can you edit edit something over to the right number? I can do whatever I want, but I'm not going to do anything. That we just go straight through. I believe it's forty five actually. Oh. No, I think you need to catch up. No, you need to download 45. In your mini face. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, there's a lot of stupid voices here because I am at Kingdom Con, uh, the 10th anniversary and final Kingdom Con in San Diego. I am here with Chris. Hello. And I am here with Chris's son, Jack. Hello. And I am here with Mike. Hello. From Strategicon in Los Angeles, the only real con anymore in Southern California. Yay. So... What's up, guys? What did we do today? Uh, played Bolt Action. We did play Bolt yep. Action. Yeah, that was, was my awesome. first game. That was Jack's first game. He played on my side, and we played the... I'm not sure if it's Six or Seeks. Probably Seeks, the more... I think, think it's Seeks. Yeah, I don't okay. know why I, I think, think it's Seeks. What you play. I've always heard Seek. Okay. So, oh, you have heard Seek. So, me and Jack played the Seeks, and Chris and Mike played the DAC, the Germans, and... What kind of game was it? Was it cool? Was it good? Yeah. I had a very good time. It uh, with your stupid mortar cannon. <laughs> that guy deserves a medal. For you bolt action players, he hit on that six three out of four times on the first roll with a light with a light mortar, the with most useless weapon in the game. But uh, yeah, he did very well with that. But those were my GC mini dice, so that's why. That's yep. why. That's, that's why. What, that's what we do. Um, that's the second time I've played the German army. Um, the first time was when I was prepping you for Adepticon. Yeah, so you played against the Commonwealth both times. Yes. Played and against the British uh, Airborne and then the Sikhs. Yeah. That, uh, what is that, that trans, not transport, but that little mobile. The, the brand carrier? No, no, no. Oh. Um, the, the DAC one. Oh, the, it's the 222, the, the armored car. That thing is awesome. Well, Not only does it from this cool, game, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, that thing was overpowered. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hit one thing. Yeah, but you hit the right thing. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Hit, yeah, that was the boys, right? You hit the, the anti-tank. Right no, no, no. They. He, that's what immobilized. No, he hit. He, he, that's what immobilized the Bren. Yeah. Oh, first okay. off was that, okay. and then I helped pin the other one down because I could hit it, but I couldn't do a damn thing to it. <laughs> what knocked out the, the boys? That was the last thing alive. Uh, the boys was taken out by the. I think it was just your. Infantry. It was the infantry in the was building. Your infantry yeah. in the building. Yeah. Nice. The nice. Yeah, the only thing we had that could possibly kill the two twenty two was dead first, like dead second turn. Went down. Well, first turn we got we got a Bren carrier immobilized. I think. Yes, that was yeah. the first. Yeah. That was first turn. If it wasn't yeah. immobilized, I could do some damage. Yeah, with that. but it was a fun game. It was really good. Uh, the. Commonwealth, the Sikhs ended up losing, but really just kind of barely. Yeah, it was yeah. barely. There <laughs> wasn't very many Germans left. No. <laughs> they almost all could have fit into the 222. <laughs> <laughs> and drove off together for dinner. Yep. Yeah, schnitzels tonight. Yep, it was, uh, no, it was a good game. There's a lot of action. Um, 
a lot of machine guns. A lot of machine gun fire. How about those new GC Mini buildings, though? Yes, yeah, those were awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not plugging my own shit here or anything. Well, you should, because they're great. And they I, are. I, yeah, they are. They look really nice. I'll put some pictures up on the blog at inthegameroom.com, and I'll put pictures of the building, of the game, you know, all the game and the players. and, and those Yeah, if you're, if you're into this, the 8th Army uh, Western Desert book, it, those buildings are amazing. I was researching, I think I was telling you earlier, Alan, I was researching... Uh, to Brooke, and they look spot on. They look the part. They look the part. Cool. So you could set up your little to Brooke scenario, and off you go. Even modern day sandbox, they they really do fit the part. So yeah. Yeah. I think if you painted them right, they'd even work for some like sci-fi settings. Almost. Oh, they yeah. could. Yeah, or, yeah. Like Tatooine type thing or something. Yeah, absolutely. Add, add some crap to them. But yeah, they're pretty cool buildings. So what else did we see today? What do you got going on right there? You bought some bunch of tau. From tough. Warhammer. A bunch of... Well, we don't talk about Warhammer on this show. Hey, you asked what I had. <laughs> In your face again. <laughs> yeah, this kid is sassy. Uh, yeah, those look pretty cool, though. And you got them, like, used or refurbished yeah. or something. Something. Cheap. And they're, they're re they were really cheap. Like, what would normally cost, like, close to 75 bucks, I got for, like, 45 that's Less good. 35. I think it was. Yeah. I don't think you it was the deal really I got cheap. last night though. Yeah, that the, the garage I, sale. Yeah, the swap meet garage swap sale meet. thing. I bought two. Well, really one army. I got a whole bunch of British Airborne, and uh, a bunch of vehicles and some British regular infantry. Oh, you can go ahead and make noise. Really? We'll just call you Captain Crinkle. Captain Crinkle. <laughs> <laughs> He's even at the movie theater. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. He's overly excited this a, about his This is stuff. a very casual podcast, if you can tell. Do you want help with that? Yeah, it doesn't want to open. Gathered around my bed in a hotel room. It's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. It is weird, but we are kind of weird, so it's all good. But anyways, I got all that stuff last night. I think there was like 70 or 80 guys, two stewards, a Sherman, a KV something, a big old Soviet tank, and a Churchill. It was 140 bucks for everything, and well-painted. <laughs> Yeah, it looked really, really clean. Yeah, yeah, that was an amazing deal. I almost felt bad about it, I'll tell you, because for one thing, I know this this purchase represents somebody getting out of the hobby, right? Or at least getting out of the game, and which is sad. Yeah, it's sad, and I know that he put a lot of effort and a lot of care into you know painting them and all, but whatever, his loss, my gain, whatever. And, uh, I was listening to another podcast, though it could be. How dare you? Well, you know. But they were talking about if you put out more. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If you did, if you did have a consistent schedule. Well, if I had more patrons. <laughs> I, I want to take this opportunity right now to thank our patron. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Our> <laughs> singular. <laughs> yeah, it is one. We we did the Patreon thing for a minute, and Mike here signed up, and I think he pays like a dollar a month or something. Uh huh. Which, hey, good job, Mike. Which, uh, yes, Congratulations. Uh, we were supposed to thank him on every episode, but I always forget. But for a dollar, I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure after you know several years, I'll probably get a check or something from them for twenty five bucks or something, <laughs> and that'll be a celebration. <laughs> That's frame-worthy at that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that spend that. So what else is new? What did we see? What did, what's going on here? Well, a typical of the Kingdom Con, they had a gigantic uh, Warhammer 40K tournament, which is kind of their thing. Yeah, the broadside right. bash. Yeah. Uh, they also have a monstrous Warhammer Hordes tournament. And that basically dedicated an entire ballroom to that. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it was, it was big. Why don't you talk for a second about why you're here? 
Well, unfortunately, this is the last Kingdom Con, um, and it's they've San Diego's got a fairly uh, vibrant gaming community, and uh, we've got some of them that come up to us, and we have some of our guys that come down here to play. So I just all these people who are kind of losing a home, I wanted to extend the the offer, you know. Uh, who's, who's us? Uh, Strategic Con up in LA. Uh, so I, I kind of visited all the people that I knew that were in charge of larger things, especially the. You know, down here, the Kingdom Cons had a, they have a fairly robust uh, paint tutorial schedule, and it's all kinds of advanced stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, they, go, they go all day oh, with classes. Airbrushing, metal techniques, weathering, all, and it's, it's two classes every two hours, all day, I think all for the first three days of the of the of the convention they do that. So yeah. I'd like to give them a home up north if at all possible because that'd be amazing. There's a massive demand for that. You know, we do great at Strategicon with the paint and take and getting the other kids involved into it. But it's people want to know those next steps, and this yeah. is the way. This is how we do it. It's classes. I hear the classes are really good. The, we have a we have a friend uh, Michael Wensky who's in the classes right now. He's all day, like 8 a.m. to 5.30 or something, just sitting there learning different techniques and stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, for me, my source on how to paint or what to paint, I've got two, right? YouTube and whatever Alan knows, <laughs> you know? Which is limited. I've only, well, I mean, I've only been doing this for a minute. It's, it's, not, it's not limited, but no, your but time I, is limited. And right? I don't know everything. I, I wouldn't mind taking some classes and see what, you know, yeah. I missed something somewhere. Some technique or some material or yeah, something. Yeah, because it just... Well, you know, and that was... I was talking to Aaron Lovejoy, the guy who basically, I think, kind of organizes all of those. And one of the points that he... Like, especially when it came to the, the airbrush one, he goes, look, I spent eight or nine years learning all these things on how to do it right and make it look really good. And and all of the stuff I had to figure out over that period of time, I can teach you in a couple of hours. That that was that was going to be my point, is, is that I feel like when I'm painting, I'm taking way too many steps. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. something different. Learning along you know, the way. Uh, my, the, I have a Japanese army. I'm currently working on an eighth army um, for uh, Western Desert. But like my Japanese army, my first ten guys, you know, took me forever to paint. And my last guy took me, you know, 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my nice. last ten guys was like 25 minutes. It went together real easy. And they looked better than the first ones, you know. So, I mean... But now I'm not painting them anymore, and I've got to try and learn how to switch paint those. The new guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I, that. I, yeah, I think we've reached the golden age, basically, of techniques, and I mean the materials are so much better than they were 20 years ago. You know, and Alan a couple podcasts ago was talking about his weathering effects, and you know this stuff's now it's super common. You can get it anywhere, yeah. and it it just makes it so much easier, and the stuff looks so much better. Where you know. Yeah, I remember you were over at my at the the shop a couple of weeks ago or whatever it was, and I and I showed you how to use the weathering powders on right. that on that half track. I literally spent like two seconds yeah. sprinkling some stuff on there, and you said, "Wow, that's a, that looks amazing!" <laughs> it's amazing. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just it only takes a second. God only knows what I would have tried yeah. if I hadn't asked that question. You just have to know what what the material is, what the technique is, and yeah. a lot of it's really easy once you just know, I guess. So these classes might be a really great thing to bring up to the street strategic on conventions that's so, uh yeah it's good so what else anything else we kind of summed up what we did today our game it was good it was jack's first bolt action game ever it was mm -hmm. that was, it was cool. enjoyable that was cool 
Mm. I did pretty well. I was last British guy on the table. You were. You outlasted me. Mm. Not bad for 40k player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Well, I think I think uh, I, I focused my attention on Alan because I knew if I get him off the table quick, then I could still spray you with my machine guns. You, and you eat absolutely literally half of your infantry off the table. Yeah. Yeah. It all worked out. We all had a good time. It's definitely a good time. I don't even remember how long that game lasted. That's to me. That's like. Yeah, I don't know uh -huh. what, how much time it was, but it was six turns. I know that. Yeah, we did the six. Yeah, we did six turns, and then we. Quit. Yeah, but four or five and six tend to get really short. Well, there's not many guys left on the table. Yeah, well, there's like four dice in the bag. And, <laughs> yeah, and we could have we could have drug it on longer if we wanted to, but we just said, "Nah, you guys won." So. Yeah, my brain could have zoomed because that wasn't the immobilized one. Yeah. Mobilized one got taken out by the stupid mortar cannon. Yes, it did. Yeah. Uh, again, that mortar was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be painting like a little iron cross on it or something? I'm going to put some kind of kill marks on that thing. Yeah, yeah, that we guy, need to memorialize today's victory that was, uh, with, a, with a stupid little light mortar. He, he did good. <laughs> what, what did you say? It was uh, three out of four hits, right? Yeah, because needing that six, he hit three of them on the first shot. Yeah. Which is great because those guys in that building, he ranged in immediately, and that's what really yeah. <laughs> and that just ended it. helped kind of pin down Alan. And the very next, that then after they were done, he hit the uh, oh that hit, truck hit, that hit, 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 hit the truck and the other the other uh, uh, brand carrier on sixes. Mm -hmm. It was unreal. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> that was awesome. And my auto cannon couldn't do anything. It hit a lot, but didn't do anything. Yeah, but my, that brain carry was, was immortal. It was. It was a pinning machine, but my brain carry just kept bouncing those auto cannon shots. It was like either yeah. they missed or it like just bounced off that front armor. Yeah, that was pretty good. And you, you couldn't hit like anything more. with your. Uh... No, my 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 officer hit one thing once. <laughs> one thing once, <laughs> and the rest of the time he hit trees. The yeah. rest of the time it was once. It was once. It was, it, was dead once. On. it was the opposite of all your mortar shots. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. It worked out because believe me, his mortar was way more effective than one German <laughs> officer with a rifle. And the one six that you got was against the brain carrier. It was. Well, and it's, so it's that, literally nothing except pin. At that point, all we want to do is load it full of pins. <laughs> just pin it. Yeah. Out. So I can't actually shoot at you and eat you out of the building. Oh. Just. Because that's that was what a all my truck and brain carriers did was just shoot people out of buildings. So we'll do uh, we'll do another desert game at, at GameX. What's the date of GameX? Uh, May twenty fourth to twenty seventh. Okay, so that's that's GameX in Los Angeles. That's the Strategicon convention. It's we'll, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, we'll do another Western Desert game for sure. And we got to get in some cruel seas because yeah, because I, I've got five hundred dollars of it sitting back in my car. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's one reason. Five hundred dollars at cost. At cost, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I haven't, I haven't even played it yet. I've, I've built some of my boats. I haven't painted them, but I want to play. I did. I, I got a chance to play it at uh, Orcon, which is why I immediately bought into it because I, I, I love the scale. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's very fast. It has a lot of the same feel of Bolt Action, which honestly, Bolt Action got me back into playing World War Two anyway. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. The. Uh, um, I painted up probably half of my Japanese fleet just because yeah, I wanted to see what they looked like. Your stuff looks good, and you're and ahead I, of everyone else. I really enjoyed painting my um, 
Sandpans, is that what they were, Jack? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the sailed ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The with, the, like, with the, like, way more machine guns than you should put on a boat that size. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, it's, got, it's, a, it's a wooden boat with a sail. Let's throw a 20 million on the front of it. <laughs> yeah. So what's really neat is, gonna, is like, you advance the boat with a sail, and then you retreat with the machine gun. Right, you shoot a machine gun, <laughs> it pushes the boat back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's going to be a fun game. Yeah, it, 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 uh, but it was fun painting. You know, it's it's similar to like what I'm experiencing with uh, my uh, Eighth Army is I get to play with some different colors because I'm used to playing with Japanese yellow, right? The skin tone yeah. and some white and some that's, gun, and that then that's and it. That's right? it. And that's it. And you um, occasionally get the wood spear for the for yeah, the uh, stabber dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Stabber dudes. The bamboo spearmen. <laughs> um, but what was really fun with the uh, with the sand pan is I've got you know a bunch of different colors on it. Plus it being wood, I get to distress it a little bit, yeah. and I, I actually took um, I took a little uh, needle and ran it along the side of the of the metal base or of the metal uh, ship, so it gives some little wear marks in it, make it kind of look like wood. Right, and right. then I took some sandpaper and just Whoosh. ran over it a little bit with that, so it, it gave it some really texture. Really good. It looked it looks really good. I think it looks oh, really good. Oh, the sand cool. pans are metal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the sale, the sale is the crazy. resin, the funky resin, the gray resin. Um, but the uh, the holes are the metal. holes are all metal. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the big boat, whatever the big one is, that's, that's all just, resin. That's all resin, yeah. yeah the cruiser so thing. And then you get the occasional like metal gun on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do have the metal. The kamikaze gun. boats look from looking at the rules look like they'll be surprisingly effective. Yeah, and, those and things annoying. Are, and annoying. And yes. very annoying. Very just, annoying. <laughs> just like costly needing to look out for like homing torpedoes, just, essentially. Just like the Japanese in bolt action. They're just annoying. They are annoying. <laughs> they are. Seriously, so playing so those guys is going to be like playing tiers. You just cover the board in models and just wall of infantry just marching forward. Yeah. Can't hit a thing, but eventually you'll get some into combat. You can't, you can't hit them with torpedoes because they're too small. Yep. The shallow draft rule or whatever. Yeah. Well, you'll have fun with Specter Ops when we get into that because you can paint things any any way you want, right. pretty much. I'm kind of looking forward Wait, to is that. This goes over here. That's that one, yeah. I'm looking at it now. That's, if I don't fall over. That's version two. That's the one I picked up at Adepticon. That that oh, actually, I'll, I'll be honest with you, cool. and you can edit this out if you'd like. <laughs> I won't. But that frustrates the hell out of me. What? That company. What? I'm, the, I'm almost turned off. Yeah. You okay. you get to choose how you feel, but I'm. I'm frustrated at that. Yeah, there's, you know, there's issues. Every opportunity in the world for them to do the right thing, and it seems to me they chose not to. Yeah, yeah. I'll, like I'll, I said, you can edit this out I'll, all you want. I'll leave it, but I'm not going to comment. <laughs> but it's frustrating. It yeah. looks like a very fun game. They make a great game. They make great miniatures. Their miniatures look amazing. Yeah. And there's only one way to get them, and that's ordering direct from them in England. And let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Yep. Well, then as a person who's looked at the stuff, so this they have stock issues occasionally, and that's frustrating for me because those models look so amazing. <laughs> just just to, looking at the book makes them. Oh look my god! Awesome. They look, they're deniable so ops nice. guys that I'm really interested in. Yeah, if you go to their website right now, just about half of everything is is marked out sold out, and it's it's convention season. It's uh, you know they were at Adepticon, they were at Salute. Yeah. Um, that's, they, yeah. That's that's the yeah, probably they're right gonna. There, it's, yeah. So they'll they'll. They'll, 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 they'll pick the, up that uh, that light vehicle. What was I trying to think of the I, name of that one? LV something. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that thing was amazing. They yeah, did the, a really the, good job. And the customizable uh, 
pieces that you can put on your Humvees and, oh, and yeah. all of that, and the technicals you can I like, choose. I like the customization ability of like all these of all the different things and you could like yeah. leave them not fully glued on so you can like take the different yeah. guns off yeah. and uh, have like 60 there. different like cars from Ma- buying magnets. one model magnets. Magnets. magnetize them and stuff <laughs> yeah I bought one of their Toyota Technicals and I'm going to make like two or three different guns that go in the back and just yeah, have them magnetize them yeah. unfortunately at the at Adepticon they had the they had the technical, but they didn't have any of the weapons with them. Oh, none so of the packs? None of the, yeah. So I think so. that that's, that's kind of what, what makes that game neat is because, you know, like, you look at purchasing, you know, now maybe with the Rubicon it's a little bit different, but when you look at, at Warlord stuff, you're kind of stuck with your Bren Carrier looks like your Bren Carrier looks like your Bren Carrier. Yeah. Um, but with uh, you know, Rubicon, for one, playing bolt action, there's all sorts of little kits. I mean, that, that bought those trailers from you and the... Mm-hmm. Uh, the little stuff that you can cargo put, the cargo that, that you can put in. Different, well, different people who can ride in instead of those same guys who are sitting like this. Yeah. Well, those are, I, but see, at least because I, I built my Seeks before they had the new box, so I had to order the metal heads, so I had tons of metal heads. I, I customized all my dudes in the back because my carriers are set up, so I use, I've got at least seven of them, that some of them are Seeks, so I know who's in each one. I've got an officer because, of course, they're led by the British because that's a British thing. Um... But at the same time, there I forget who made them, but there are companies that basically make the stowage kits for those. Yeah. Okay. The little resin kits are not very expensive, and it's you know it's ammo boxes, it's bed, it's bed rolls, and I bought yeah, but one that's or what, two. That's what brings that flavor. Oh yeah, no yeah, no, the, the little tarts. It's nice. It'd be better if Warlord sold it, so I don't have to find it on the right. internet and right. order it separately. But a couple boxes made all seven look differently. It's very nice, but yeah, yeah I did these these four brands here for my paratroopers. Some of the guys are all the same, but I put it like this guy's different. This guy, over, you guys can't see this. So <laughs> quit looking at your iPod or whatever. Um, but these are actually Rubicon Americans, seated Americans with oh, that's with, right, with yeah, British yeah, yeah. heads on them. Oh, okay. Because once they're sitting down inside the carrier, yeah. you, you can't tell what you uniform. Can't tell what uniform yeah, is. but yeah, I wanted to make them so they didn't look like four grand carriers with all the same guys. Yeah. You know, carbon, the, carbon copies. The starter box. I think that's what I got with the 8th Army, right? I think I bought the starter yeah, box. Yeah, that's exactly what it, it was. It has the metal, I don't know if you've seen the starter box, but it has the metal 8th uh, Army. Okay. Instead of the plastic one uh, for riding in the brain carriers. So there's like a dude with a Tommy gun sitting in the back. <laughs> nice. He's amazing. He looks so a dude, cool. A guy with a radio. Oh, fits, he's like he lean. He fits right he fits in, in the back it. there. Yeah, cool. see, because when I built mine, it was right around the time of... Duel in the Desert was the first one that came out, so I had to order my uh, metal Seekheads separately, and it was just the regular British infantry box, uh, the the 8th infantry box. And so all pants? All pants. Okay. Ugh. That, that can be comfortable in the desert. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think hey, it gets shorts. cold. It does get cold at night, though. Yeah. True, but that's why you pack a pair of pants and a pair of shorts. Or, you know, a bedroll. Although, funny story, the Indians and the Gurkhas, uh, I forget where it was, one of their most successful things is they actually had a night raid of a German airfield. Oh, nice. That, w- that would be effective. I actually, in researching this, I found the book, the one book that I, that I was able to find that talked about the Gurkhas in, that weren't in, you know, Burma. Most of them, that's where they were. Right. But they had some in North Africa. And it, that you was, just told me that today, and yeah. I, I was, that, that sounds amazing. Should be fun. Because the Gurkhas are like crazy melee, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. they're great at assaults. And Those kukris, yeah, and they've yeah. got the... They count as double. It's it's they're yeah, they, they, they are. The the, the, the they downside can, like, is tank apart. Well, they're expensive as hell because they they're all veterans. 
Yeah. And there's no other way to get them. That would um, be expensive. But there's special veterans, though. They they killed my British paratroopers at Adepticon. They just tore us open. Yeah. And, you know, and my guys were veterans. It didn't matter because these guys were just crazy. Yeah, they roll so many dice, and, and in both actions, if I'm the attacker, I roll first, so you're screwed because I have so many dice. Yeah. So on your your seats, you, you were talking about how you had to buy the separate heads. Yeah. So, um, but the newer ones, the newer British boxes, they've got, they've got them in plastic, too. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, the plastic yeah, heads, yeah. All of them. And they look really... They did a good job. They did. Like, good. I, I do love bolt action stuff, I, or warlord stuff. They're, they're they, they have a lot of character. Yeah. Yeah. The different faces and and the Sikhs had beards and. Yep. And uh, it just it just just a good job. Ball. And the new the new Eighth Army that they did put out. Commonwealth the box. Commonwealth box. Yeah. The yeah. Aussie heads. I was talking to you about. I'm gonna do the the Aussie heads. Uh, I thought that would be kind of fun. Yeah, that's the that Commonwealth box is exactly the same as the Eighth Army box, except all the heads. The heads are all different. Yeah. The bodies and weapons and everything are identical. They, like bush hats and yeah. The there's the well there's the the lemon squeezer hat, the Australian hat. There's two guys in there with the Arab headdress. The yeah. Oh wow. But only two. But only two. Which is mm -hmm. kind of annoying because there's like five or six of everything else. But but the thing that that I thought because. I first wanted to, I'm going to go SAS because they look cool, but as I go through and look at the SAS rules, you know, their theater selectors, their army selectors, and all of that. They're rough. It, they're expensive. They are. They are we incredibly played, they're, expensive. They're expensive. The Duel of Desert, when I, uh, at Arrow Hobbies in Santa Monica, I was involved in a uh, slow grow uh, Duel of Desert league there, and one of the players on my side went full on the... Uh, like the desert at the Raiders, uh -huh. so everybody was veteran. Everybody had to be in a truck. Yep. Oh wow, that's an expensive army. You're gonna get like two squads. Well, when you're when first it. starting out with only like 400 or I think 350 or 400 was like the the first week. Yeah, the guy had oh, yeah. two trucks. I think a total of maybe 10 guys. There, there just yeah. wasn't very much to it. Yeah. I've got an 800 point SAS that I've got uh, used the uh, Easy Army and. There's not a lot of dudes. Nope. Not that, not a lot of dudes be, at all. That's eight. That's eight hundred points of airborne right there. It's not. It's not many guys. Mm -hmm. No, exactly. And, and, and with the SAS, because of the truck. I mean, yeah. the trucks were cool because you get the like the big truck that carries like three machine guns on it. But you know, all your squads are five guys. Right. And I think I think at the high end, he only had twenty. I want to say twenty guys total in, in the neighborhood of. Yeah. Which, I think I'm at eighteen. I think I have 18 dudes, three Jeeps, and two of the CMPs. The, the yeah, that 30, sounds right. The 30 CWTs. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, the Rubicon's coming out any day now with the, uh, the Chevrolet uh, R LRDG. LRDG truck. Mm -hmm. It looks sweet. But that thing is crazy expensive. Yeah, it is. But it is. And know, it's a soft vehicle, and it's open top. And it's open top, but... It's got some guns on it. It does. It's yeah. got some firepower. Yeah. It holds a lot dice, of dice. Right? I don't know how many it holds, but yeah, it holds a know. lot of dice. There's a lot of dice coming down range from that thing. Yeah. So that'll be fun. But you just have to play them like you would have been used actually in the desert. They have to move fast. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the fast. <laughs> that's the way around it. Move yeah. fast or die was how the desert worked. Yeah, that, that, that's you're exactly right though. You you got to play fast. Mm -hmm. Get up the field, get your guys out, take the objective, and get the heck out. Yeah, move, use cover, 
uh, strength in numbers, yep. and just ridiculous firefighter pin. Because that's the thing. So many times today, even with only you know we only had six units on one side and seven on the other, you've been surprised how many times a single pin marker been. Oh, they don't do anything this turn. Yeah, yeah, it that's was true. It was quite shocking. Yeah. Yeah, the, the morale rolls were not on our side. Both yeah. sides. Both, yeah. sides, Both sides, the morale rolls. Oh, I had a guy in a building, he, he, twice he failed to even rally. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> and right. And I, How and, exactly and, does one fail to rally? I'm like, and you get Come unmodified on, leadership for that. So he just stood there for two turns. By, well, the end, he's by himself. So <laughs> Yeah, he was by himself. He was. I, I took care of the rest of his squad for him. I think a lot of people play bolt action, and they and they ignore how important pins are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I had that guy with four pins on him. When he finally rallied, a second later, he got shot dead. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so and then my stinking Bryn carrier did nothing for the last three turns, because, like, three different guns were pointed at him, and all he did was take pins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's that's what we learned, you know. Cause, and that was why, kind of, why I built my army, my my, like we call it the the Bren Rush, because it was just I think I had six or seven full of full of guys, oh, two yeah, two light machine guns per vehicle on the move, you know. I just I, I don't, I'm not gonna do any damage. I'm not gonna kill anybody probably, right. but I'm gonna lay out all the scary things are gonna get pinned like crazy because yeah. honestly, it doesn't take, you know, a large piece of field artillery to ruin my day. Yeah, that's that. I learned that today, right? It's the first time Mike and I've played together, um, but um, I learned that today. It's just pin stuff. Just pin it. Well, you remember pin the we, heck out when of we it. played the practice game for Adepticon, and I pinned out your truck. Oh, that's right. Just, yeah. Just kept shooting at it with bullets that did nothing. Yeah. And eventually, it went away. And I think I mean, that's where I went wrong. I focused on the infantry in the building. That wouldn't do anything except in my brins. And then if I if I could have, I, if I just focused all my machine guns on that stupid truck, <laughs> I, I probably could have pinned it off the table. Probably. Yeah, probably. If I, and if I would have yeah. gone over there with a couple of squads, too. I, because because no matter what, if you got a squad of five or ten guys, it doesn't matter. It's still one pin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you, so you can waste a lot of bullets that way, too. In that practice one, as I'm thinking back... Because um, I had that truck there, and I had one other vehicle there. You had the 222 also. Okay. And the flatbed. The truck. 222 was on the other side, though. Right. So, but on the side where you did the um, uh, reserves, mm-hmm. is that what that was? Or yep. flanking? You did flanking, flanking. Flanking maneuver, yeah. Flanking maneuver. When you did that, um, I fled that side of the table. I left that truck there yeah. to occupy you. And I just so you were you were pinning it out. There was very little I could do, so I just said, "Forget it, leave that truck there for him to beat up, and I'm gonna come around the other side because I can't." You know, I mean, but you you effectively pinned it out. You made me stop using that vehicle. Yeah, yeah. And that's really the only way to get vehicles off the table in these kind of matches, because you don't really have a lot when it comes to. Ant- Vehicle blowy up stuff, except no. for the stupid mortar that we keep coming. <laughs> yeah, that's mortar. Yeah, well, but that only honestly only worked because they were open top. If it if, yeah. if, if, if you, it was like an actual tank or something, it wouldn't. It would have done nothing. Would not cared. So when I first Where started bolt action, I was so anti early war. Because um, there's no tanks. No, well, well, no, no decent well, it just tanks. no decent tanks. Decent tanks, and and on top of that, nothing decent anti tank. Right. But as I've played my last two games playing Early War, I'm kind of like, eh, I'm going to play Early War. I <laughs> like Early War. I like it. I like the infantry well, combat. You, you, you I don't just, like the big vehicles. Yeah, well, the thing is, is you need, there's nothing man-portable 
to deal with anything, even the lighter stuff. There's, there's almost not. So you, yes, you need to have some sort of a piece of filled artillery to take out the larger tanks, or tank versus tank kind of a thing. And but the game very much at that point is still mobility. It's still infantry yeah. based. And if you're determined, you can avoid a tank for an entire game. Yes. And I've seen it happen a lot of times. I, I've seen a guy come on the board with a king tiger, and the other guy just said, "I'm, I'm just going to avoid yeah. you. I don't, I don't care about you. You stay over there. Chase me all you want." That's what was appealing about the Japanese is as I started to learn about the different armies. Okay, well, I'll just keep my suicide guys, and I can keep that tank where I want it. Right? I can, I can herd that tank or keep it in a corner, or keep it away from my guys, and so long as they're doing their job, then, you know, because I'm not a big fan of armor. But in early war, yes, no it's harder to hit armor, but it's not, you know, it, it's, it's a good balance for me early war, I think. Yeah. I agree. I just well, like I, it because there's fun infantry combat. Yeah, I, I like well, the especially infantry combat. look at all the look at all the crazy stuff they started doing late war anyway. Where like we had the same conversation where it's like, well, how many guns can we put on that truck? Right. <laughs> you know, you end up with things like the 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 American trucks that have four heavy machine guns on it. You know, that's that's a lot of dice. That's a lot of pain. Yeah. Yeah. And you find yourself chasing that thing down. Rather than going after yeah the objectives or right objectives or whatever you're you know I mean you, you, I've got to deal with this thing that's got you know twenty five dice yeah before um, I can deal with literally or, or anything the, else yeah or the simple fact that every American vehicle in the game has a heavy machine gun on it um, yeah. you know plus the way that their squads work and you, know, you start getting into where you've got multiples of submachine guns in units or German assault rifles in units where. The game gets that much closer. When it's rifles, you can have a, a very standoffish game. But when everybody's got 12 inch submachine guns or shotguns, yeah. you, you have to get close. And then it's, yeah. And then so it's just is, craziness. Is it, it going to be a problem when we start playing Spectre Ops and I come out with a helmet that has like 12, 50 cows in the back? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it will be. I think all of us are going to get some light mortars after that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm thinking maybe put a 105 millimeter howitzer in the back too. Who knows? Whatever. So yeah. I was, so was rereading through the uh, Western Desert book and there's an Italian force that is all on motorcycles. Have yeah. you guys read through that? Oh, that sounds fun to play, actually. Because they just know that sounds awesome. Start, start yeah, the, shooting. The snafu guys talked about that. Right. Yeah. So it's three dudes on a motorcycle, and two of them can fire. While it's moving. While it's moving. So I, get, I take it they got, like, pistols or submachine guns or something? They also fixed the... Uh, I mean, sh the uh, light machine gun on wait, the sidecar. The sidecar. Oh, cool. yeah. yeah, the German <laughs> sidecar with the light machine gun used to be, because it was... a. There used to be a rule that you had to stop to fire. Correct. Correct. Now that doesn't make sense. Now that machine gun can fire on in advance as it should. That that they fixed that. Finally. Well, uh, so it's you're two saying guys, it should be able to shoot as it drives. So the th I think the the, the effect for all. the rules, and I think what a lot of people miss, because I see on Facebook, and I don't know if this drives you guys crazy, but why can't we use grenades um, in assaults? Well. You are. You are using. That's the assault, right? Yeah. You're using shovels and helmets and grenades and pistols and rifles. I mean, that is the assault. That is so the assault. That's that. It's to me, that. it's 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 when they're talking about this one specific unit that can use a light machine gun on a sidecar. Why do the other motorcycles have to stop? Well, one, the maybe this team is specifically designed to do that. You're trained. I don't know if you guys have ever ridden a motorcycle without suspension. 
right? It's not like a dirt bike where you can got all of this travel and all of these shocks and springs, but those old motorcycles, man, that was all that hard. Was so riding in a sidecar with no suspension, with a motorcycle with very little suspension, I mean, sure, you can fire, but... You're not going to hit much of anything. Right, and that's, that's kind of the flavor of that rule, is, and maybe some people can't extrapolate that kind of information, but no, you can fire, but what are you going to hit? You know, but these guys are you're gonna hit your head on the stock of your machine guns. What you're yeah. gonna hit? And then, so have you played any of the Western Desert scenarios? No, that 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 book wasn't around when I when I we we did all the stuff from Duel in the Desert. Okay. Good. So the um, the things that I think are gonna be really cool are all of the environmental. Yes, those look fun. Sandstorms and stuff you got to yeah. deal with. Vehicles breaking yeah. down. Well, they, they had water. some of those in Duel of the Desert. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. some of it came from there, I think. Yeah. And honestly, yeah, they, and they were great because they makes total sense. I mean, that was yeah. that was how you fought then. Yeah. That was how you fought in the desert. Really, These are all real concerns. Yeah, <laughs> really great sometime we should do it sometime where we play an environmental rule like a sandstorm or even just nighttime, something that reduces visibility. Yes. I know yes. very little about nighttime fighting because you know when well, we that's that's where that's where your nighttime fighting rats when they would, that's where they would excel. Most of their raids were at night anyway. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, the, can't the, see it or in the dawn when like or at either dawn or. Or like twilight when like the sun is behind them, so it's like rule, blinding the rule, yeah. I, I read that, that desert book. Yeah, but that 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 was really effective. And That's something people that did always... that all the way back in medieval times with pike charges. They'd wait for the Get sun the to sun come up behind them and just charge on their horses with their spears, yeah. and no one could hit them with their arrows. There's one thing I've always thought was kind of weird about bolt action is that if something is within your line of sight, you just automatically see it. Where like you remember when we were playing micro armor. Playing tack two. Oh yeah. There's a, there's always a spotting phase. Right. You have to roll to spot. If you have line of sight of something, doesn't mean you automatically see it. That makes but, sense. But depending there's on, camouflage. Depend, depending on a lot of different conditions, there's a certain chance you'll see it. So I think I like that. I they should put that in bolt action. Well, okay. So I I love the bolt action rules. I don't think there's a bolt action rule that I don't agree with. All right. I think they all make sense. Tiger fear. Okay, there's one rule. <laughs> there's one rule I don't agree with. Tiger fear on Panzer fours. Um, well, I think they got they're, they they're, they're, fi that. they're fixing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the um, the thing for me is like micro armor is incredibly long range. Right. Right. I mean that mm. is yeah. You you are Miles. you are effectively timesing five your distances. Right. I mean yeah. that's that's close to correct. Is it five or uh, six? Between ground scale and full scale? Or well, I'm just talking about between bolt action and... Uh, it's got to be by time, times four. Like that. I don't it's at least... Math. But anyway, it's a lot. Huge. It's a lot. Um, so it would make sense when something is that far away. Sometimes I think that the bolt action, bolt action tables are too big. I mean, this is a skirmish game. Yeah. So, I mean, I think when you're in the open, like Western Desert, without... A lot of buildings, one or two buildings. We play with three. Um, a bigger table is good, but when you're looking at this CQB, this close quarter fighting, probably even with Specter Ops, that table's too big. Oh, yeah. right? mm -hmm. Specter Ops. And so they recommend a two by two. Yeah. So oh, spotting wow. isn't going to be yeah. a big thing. It's, I guess it's assumed that okay, they're on this side of the of the table or the of combat area. We're on that side of the combat area, and we're we're coming in. And so there's not a lot of spotting. It's like, oh, I know they're there. They're coming, right? I see right. them. They're charging. 
the, the thing that gets me is like in bolt action where you know my uh, my church building has a steeple you get a you get a uh, artillery spotter or a sniper up there the enemy comes on the board they know he's there that makes sense you know that's just kind of weird like they wouldn't know Wait, but there is you can't target them though right there's a rule about that you can target well, they're small well, they're small team, team. So there's and a lot of cover, generally. So it's a six, usually, is what you're going to need. Yeah, it's really hard to so hit. And if you got range on top of that, it might be a seven. But I, I've always just that. thought it was weird that the enemy always knows you're there. Now, I know there's, there are rules for hidden, and I haven't really gotten into that much. But maybe, maybe at some point we can try a game where we start off with hidden uh, snipers. Yeah. And they're not exposed until they fire or something like that. I don't know what the rule That'd says, but, cool. but it's probably something like that. Have you any experience with the hidden rule? Well, I'm trying to think because remember when we did the Duel of the Desert stuff, uh, the spotters couldn't be targeted. for. And I don't know if it was a house rule or if it was part of the game, but as long as they were by themselves in cover, like not in the open, they they couldn't individually be targeted. The single guy couldn't be picked out of a group mm -hmm. or gotcha. that kind of stuff. So That's worth looking into. Yeah, even if it is a house rule because that, that would make sense. And I've got those. Uh, I saw a link to Tim's he, site where he had all the rules. So if he doesn't that. fire, right? Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't reveal doesn't stick himself. His head up. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. reveal himself in any way. He's up there with a little scope. You're never gonna see him. Yeah. But that's just one. Of, that's one of those things. No, no rule system is perfect, but this one's pretty damn good. I do like it. Yeah, it's, I like it. It's fun. It's a good one. Yeah, it is one of my favorite abstraction of rules. Honestly, it's it's, it's because it play the. The order dice mechanic that is, amazing. is probably one of my favorite parts about the game because I like, I'm a sucker for any kind of game that has that sort of turn order mechanic. And there's not, there's a few. I know that there's, uh, you see a few other ones like that where you don't necessarily know who's going next, right. you know, but at the same time with the officers and the orders things, if you're setting a plan up, you can still execute that plan as long as your turn. You know, it's 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 a it's a it's a great way to just add a little bit to the game. It, and it on top of that, you also don't get those people who mentally check out. Right. Because it's well, they don't know. Maybe they're next. It's not my turn. I I, I have twenty minutes. No, you don't. Yeah. Yours is probably the next die. Right. Yeah. You know. That is a very good mechanic. We were experiencing that today. Uh, uh, Alan and Jack pulled what the first four dice. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Turn one. Which, you know, turn one, I'm all about letting them pull yeah, their dice. Yeah, go ahead, go for it. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Pull your dice. But turn two, I think, is when uh, I was drawing. Literally every single thing. dice. <laughs> turn two, yeah. I'm letting it's them genetic. go first. It's yeah. genetic. Well, it's the genetic. The dice drawing well, is genetic. And more than that is there's so many times where, you know, turn four, turn five, where you, your, your one squad was out in the open mm -hmm. and to the other building. We got the first shot. Okay, great. Then we got to hit you with the machine gun. And then your next thing, you failed your check and you went down. Yep. You know, and, and mm -hmm. had you gone Thanks. first, you would have been on that line of sight. We would have yeah. seen you. Yeah. Or they could have shot the machine gun. Right? Or they could have they could have come after the brought the, it down. My light machine gun. Yeah. Well, it's just like the first, it, we wouldn't have been you know, with that with that boy's tank rifle. I went first. Yep. <laughs> and and was, <laughs> it was really, it really was who went first with that thing because I knew that thing was gonna die because you knew, everyone knew that that thing was the only threat to that to yep. that truck. Yep. And Alan kept forgetting his. Uh, Officer <laughs> no, it's, no, it was ambush. Oh, and his ambush. Ambush, yeah, I just suck yeah. things. <laughs> I'm getting old. Getting? Leave me, yeah, yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> well, speaking of getting, we're getting up to about 45 minutes here, so. Wow, that's okay. a long time. That's, that's a long, long that's a long podcast. So, any last minute thoughts on anything? Uh, 
Kingdom Con is over forever, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, my first one and, and my last one. So you wrecked it for everyone. I did. You ruined it. You're welcome. All right. Strategic Con. Yeah. All the way. Yeah. Strategic Con. It's bad for the. It's bad for the, the community. Unfortunately, yeah. that's the problem. It is bad yeah. for the community because they don't. Kingdom Con is not a competitor to us. They happen, you know, at a weekend that we don't do anything. Uh, it's a different county. There, there's probably 15 people here that I see here that I know from from Strategicon, and it's great to see them come here and support this too. Because, you know, the the San Diego historical uh, miniatures gamers have come up and helped us out a few times. You know, then Harmon and HMGS have come down here for stuff. Uh, in fact, they're doing a really big, cool-looking Lion Rampant game today. Um, yeah, that thing. I saw that. It was cool looking. It really was. Well, that's what got me because I was a, a dirty 40k player for a long time, <laughs> kind of. But what got me into historicals was, wow, that looks really awesome, and I like history anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's just really cool. But we're gonna have to have a chat with the uh, the San Diego Bolt Action Group. Uh, they're on Facebook. I'll I'll write them and tell them they need they need to get their ass up to Strategicon. Call out to Legion players for Strategic Con. Oh, yeah. Do you know anybody or you play Star Wars Legion? I'm looking for somebody to come run it at Con. I got people asking for it, but nobody who's going to so far pulled the trigger on actually kind of manning up and, and putting it on my schedule. Uh, you can find me at the StrategicCon.net website. Uh, Mike James, uh, I run miniatures and event coordinator. Shoot me an email if you're interested. Uh, you know what? Expand it to any game. Any game you want to play. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't say no. I don't bring care it. what your game is, bring it. I'll find a table spot for you and show off your cool stuff to everybody else and get more people into your games. Uh, if you get a chance, play in your local game stores. Expand the hobby. Expand, find people who, because there's so miniatures have the advantage of that looky-loo factor. Somebody walks into a room, sees a thing that looks cool, next thing you know they're at a table rolling dice with you, and you've got a new convert. And that's how we're going to grow the community. Whether it's 40K or historical or both, doesn't really matter. No, it does. It's historical. <laughs> all right. Well, you see how many laser cannons this thing has? It would eat through all your brain carrots. Yeah, I don't care how many you've got. Historical needs the most help anyway. That's yeah. The, but yeah. But I think I think to your to your point, right? Is is I want to play Legion. Yeah. I I have the core set and many expansions, and yeah, I enjoy painting them because you know I'm a nerd and I love Star Wars and there it is. But Star Wars is awesome. Star Wars is, is our own is its own gateway drug. It, it really is. Um, but I don't know how to play the game. Yeah. You know, I mean I, I guess I could sit and read the rules, but it's better to That's learn boring. with the community. Yeah. You know, and so I I please, you know. Yeah, but any game. And on top of that, support your local stores, your brick and mortar stores. They rely on you. Yes, you can probably find things cheaper on Amazon, but um while it's fun to play in the garage or on the kitchen table with your friends, it's better for the community as a whole if you find new people, introduce them to the game, play in your local stores, support them. Absolutely. Yeah. I say it every time that we get together. I'm an online reseller, but I say support your local store if you have one, for sure. We need them. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. We should probably go to that Warhammer store that's like, what, two minutes away from our house at some point? Play around there? <laughs> More with the Warhammer. Okay, enough. Maybe we... Maybe we I just bought a couple of Maybe you get invited back. Yeah, maybe you're not coming back on my show. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. All right, guys. Everybody say goodbye. 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 Well.